Recording in progress. Da, 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 da. Why did I start that way? Anyways, <laughs> sometimes I look for. I don't know. I just blanked out. Anyways, welcome to another episode of Release. It's Fonty back here and your co-host. In fact, you know what? You're gonna start introducing yourself. Did you hear me? Hi guys. Hi guys. Yeah, I heard you. Hi guys. Hi guys. It's it's me. Who's it's your me? boy Ola? Okay. I don't right. know, man. It's Ola or Shubomi. You or see, Caleb. you see, you see. Let me, let me, let me just put it out there. Like this intro thing, it's not for me. <laughs> I will lie, me too. It's like, yo, it's like, you, you know, it's me. Relax. You know my voice. If you like, listen to the first two, my like, voice doesn't change unless I have a cold. <laughs> it makes it better. I mean, but um, yeah, it's me. Funto is back here, and welcome to another episode of Release and, on Conet Extra, and uh, your co-host. Hola. Yeah. Hola, okay. Yeah. You see, we're gonna work on this later, but yeah, we're back here for an episode of Release on Conet Extra. This is a part of the Communicado Official Network, uh, po- podcast network. So basically, we have Conet Sports, Conet Extra. We drop three show. We drop episodes every week on three different shows. Mm. So yeah, um, release again. What are we releasing this week? What are we releasing this week? That's a good question. Uh, well, to be quite honest, we didn't really plan anything. But are we really planning? I mean, no, I was I'm trying to, no, 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 I'm going to put you out here. I was trying to plan, but it was like, you messaged me last <laughs> night. It's like, bro, let's just talk. I was just like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, okay, because I was tired I'm yesterday. On, but it was like, let's just talk. I'm just like, okay, sure, no problem. I, let's see what you're going to do, man. I, I don't know. I'm on that spontaneous vibe now. Um, but no, you know, actually, like, but we, we did talk this week about dealing with the topic about dealing with your past yeah um and i won't lie like i mean even though things weren't planned it's so interesting because i've been having a lot of thoughts about that and kind of how yeah you know and i think it's even like in in different ways about how your past like affects the person that you are now yep um um, what's i'll start with this story so this week or this weekend you know i was thinking about how i guess so I finished watching the Love is Blind reunion. Um, and I was thinking about this guy, Shane. Oh, on the show. my. So I is don't this know Shane for, for Shake? <laughs> well, Shane. The Shake. I was thinking about Shake. Shake, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, we're not going there today. Um, yeah, but more so Shane. Because I think I think if anybody's watched the show, what's interesting is how Shake is looking for constant affirmation from... He was always looking for constant Shane? affirmation Shane, from Shane. Shane, Shane yeah, yeah, sorry. He was looking for constant affirmation from Natalie, like all the time. Like he was mm-hmm. like, just like, he's like, am I? Do you think I'm hot? And I was like, no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, 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 I don't. She's like, it's like I'm just trying to make a joke. Like, <laughs> but let me get into my Shane impersonation. But I was thinking about that, and but I don't know, like, but, I, but you know, boom. I'm just gonna just a little bit on Love Is Blind. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say it this way. First of all, about the Shane Natalie, like about the Shane Natalie thing that is going on. Mm-hmm. I understand what she's trying to do, but she wasn't sensitive mm-hmm. enough. I'm not even gonna like try to go into whole like each and every one of them. Yeah, she was like she didn't 
take to notice, but also Shane should have communicated that some things you say kind of hurt me, you know. Plus, again, the whole love is blind concept is dead. It's actually not good because you're allowing someone to make a a life-changing decision in six weeks, six weeks. Yeah. And honestly, this is where I maybe side. This is where I maybe side a little bit with Shake mm-hmm. in terms of like understanding the pressure that these people are put under. Now, um, Shake is just a Shake. Um, I can't. I was about to use a word, but I can't use it here. But Shake is <laughs> is on another level that he I, needs to do something. Like I understand what was happening with him. I understand mm-hmm. perfectly. He had. It made sense. He, I can understand the pressure, but he did not admit his fault. Even the like um the post post game show or what's the worst thing after season finale or something Mm -hmm. like that like i was i saw some clips about him and it was like talking i was just like fam you're not helping yourself and i understand what he was trying to say but you're not helping yourself sometimes you just shut up and be like yeah i messed up i should have said this i should have said that but yeah genuinely speaking the whole love is blind thing was just annoying because it's like you're allowing people to make decisions under so much pressure Pressure. and you're talking about knowing someone for just six weeks fam people did for six weeks or even just get married get married in six weeks i mean different stories for different folks but like six weeks I could you some of I, like I could barely meet some people's friends in six weeks, so I don't understand the whole concept. And I was just like, human beings do not operate under pressure. Well, let's be mm. honest. So yeah. to make that decision, a life changing decision in such short a short time, was just appalling. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> I was going to. I remember, like, when after I watched episode two, I was going to go on this whole tirade of like, I'm no longer watching Love Is Blind. I don't support kind of what they're doing and the pressure they're putting people under. But honestly, like, I found like a lot of that was me um, projecting. Projecting because, yeah. yeah, I was projecting a lot on like my past feelings in relationships, and so that yeah, like, yeah, it, it took. Like I had to humble myself to be like, okay, like face face this head on and continue watching and like it is what it is, right? But like back to the point about Shane. So what I found interesting about Shane and his like constant search for affirmation, I could relate to that so much. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know anything about his past, but like what I was thinking about this week was about so basically like um for anyone who knows me, everyone knows my brother. I have an older brother, yeah. right? So shout out in Michelle. school and yeah, shout out Michelle, shout out my bro, man. Check out Pep Chops. Um coming back April 2nd. So I was <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I was thinking about this week. So, and I've spoken to my brother about this. So when we were both in school, so we went to the same body in school. You know, my brother necessarily wasn't doing as well as I think my parents would have liked or he would have liked. And I was always the kid who was like, I was okay. I was doing well in school basically. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was realizing this week that I'd, Oh, I feel like I have this, I have a need to be acknowledged. And, uh, brother, like, (laughs) can we cut the cameras? Because I'm not trying to like, you want you you want to put up my business here too uh, is that what you're saying 
bro i honestly know but like i was thinking about it this week it's like mm-hmm. man like i feel like i'm not recognized enough and i mean that can come up as a very prideful statement but i think all of us kind of have that need but i think for me i was really trying to unpack why that was you know because seen. yes and i feel oh. like <laughs> oh my god i feel <sighs> bro this is why I don't like the spontaneous things. Oh my <laughs> God. <sighs> okay. No, but like, you know, I was, I was thinking about it and I was, I was reflecting a lot about like kind of my, cause you know, in therapy, every time when you're dealing with some trauma, or some issues, the therapy yeah. is always, so tell me about your childhood or how you grew up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, I, a lot of the time I found, I find myself self-therapizing and trying to understand. Oh, I'm like and so I was like, yeah, bro, honestly. And I think it's healthy, but I was thinking about my upbringing and how I think for the longest time, you know, like, I don't think I ever really got as much attention from my parents and I've spoken to them about this and they kind of brush it off and, not not brush it off, but I don't think it's taken as seriously as what it means to me. Um, and hey, let me just put this out there. I love I love my parents to bits, and I appreciate every sacrifice that they made for mm-hmm. myself and my siblings. You know, but I think as a kid, all you want is for your parents to acknowledge you and to cheer you on in your victories and your successes. And a lot of the times, you know, I feel like I kept on working hard in school just to get that recognition for my parents to recognize me um and so like i mentioned you know my brother wasn't doing as well i was doing as well and a lot of the attention was always on him and i don't know man it was not even positive attention yeah you know it wasn't but i right you know like even like real real like i remember my graduation so i remember my university graduation so for my brother's graduation and this is something i tell my parents about because up to now i haven't let it go because it still irks me but my brother's graduation my grandparents flew out we rented cars to go to kelona to attend his graduation rented a hotel stayed there you know all we went for a dinner after given my graduation was during covid and obviously there are limitations but bro on my graduation i cooked the food that everybody ate Oh. Like my parents were even, my parents were even like, they just watched the ceremony and they left. Cause I mean, my mom was baking a cake all night. And my dad was helping granted. Right. But I remember that day when everybody was around. Cause I also did, I celebrated it with my friend Lulu. Um, Cause he also graduated. So he had most of his friends around. Oh they yeah. Re- I only f- right. And I don't think people in the house noticed, but it was a moment where I just, I actually left and I went downstairs to the basement because I felt this doesn't feel like a celebration of me. And for the longest time, I always thought, is that selfish of me to think? Mm-hmm. But I just realized in that day, I didn't feel acknowledged. Like I, I graduated well. I, tr- I, I, I worked hard in school. I mean, I could have done better, but I worked hard and I don't feel, it was just one of those things like, oh, my parents would say, tell their friends, oh, my son graduated with this thing, but I never felt like I was, and I don't think I felt acknowledged, recognized. And I realized that there's always this need and I realize it to myself constantly to want to show my achievements to other people, to get that affirmation. 
you know, and I've been really wrestling with that and really trying to understand how to deal with that. And so I guess maybe even ties into what we're trying to discuss about the whole thing about dealing with your past, because like, honestly, the way I walk through life and think about life is like, we're all still kids, man. Like we're literally kids, like figuring things out. And a lot of the things that we've experienced and a lot of the past trauma that we've experienced, all that stuff adds up. Like we may act like we're grown and all, but we're literally just kids who look older. So yeah, that's my that's my opener. There's there's so much more to talk about, but that's my opener <laughs> for dealing with your past. Funti, you look wrecked. I'm stressed, <laughs> bro. I'm stressed. It's like you just for my entire life, where right? I'm just and you've not and I haven't said a word. It's like okay, no, now we have to deal with this. And I, mm. <sighs> all right, okay. I will acknowledge myself as well too. Oh my god, mm. this is so hard to say. And this is coming from someone who I'm very I'm quite open and honest, but like sometimes it's hard to just say, but I do I mm. I do have the same thing as well too, like in terms of like wanting to be acknowledged. Like mm. I would say my own was like, you know, I I was the smartest kid in school. I was always the kid that always like mm. did the homework, never in trouble, never does anything, like I was always like the studious one. Everyone in my family knew that. Okay, mm. you know when it comes to book, which is so funny because I, I'm totally a different person right now. But <laughs> yeah, like it's just like I was the smartest one, top of class. Even all the way to university, I graduated top and everything. And I noticed that also, like it was always this need for. I won't say need for. I know I do have this desire for need need for that validation. I love my work being seen. I love being. I would. I would be honest with anyone. Like I love being validated. I love being like it's not a mm. bad thing because you never know how much I needed in that moment to be like, yo, like okay, things are going well. Like at least someone mm-hmm. sees my work, and it's something that I would say that that constant need for validation has kind in fact you know what not kind has kind of aided and also harmed me in different ways as well too because like kind of leads to people pleasing and like doing things that okay like Mm. i shouldn't really be doing because i'm trying to get that validation and everything but like coming back to like my childhood Mm. and being like okay i was always the smartest kid all the way to university so i graduated well as well too and I, I get that feeling because I had the same feeling. It was like June 17th, 2020. My family was not around me. I watched my graduation on my own. No mm. one was around me. And I went to sleep after because mm. I was I was literally like, what mm. the hell is this? Like, I worked five years of my life for this degree. And this is it. And I think mm. no one actually ever talks to us. That graduated during the COVID. But why am I screaming? Relax. It's a microphone in front of oh me. Oh, my. No one actually <laughs> ever talks to us about how not having a graduation. And the funny thing is that everyone says like, oh, yeah, we're just moving on. But no, like in our heads, nah, we, just, it hurts. we just, on a random Friday in March, our school life just ended. And no one ever really like acknowledged it. Like, I know people do acknowledge it sometimes, but no one like... 
it's no weird yeah. it's actually weird mm. to think about it that your school just re- ended up in one mar- on march like two two weeks from today or something like that like your school life just yeah. ended and we just moved on with life and it's two years later and it's like not having a graduation actually still hurts sometimes because yes it does it does because like sometimes like let's be honest having that spotlight actually does make you feel like you know what the work was done and i'm glad because also my parents did like a graduation party for me surprised me so funny Mm -hmm. i made the food i made they they did i made the food i made like a food like a dish for them and they said oh we're going to surprise someone else for the party so i ended up cooking like something uh, light and everything small jobs then i was like okay you know what that was what they used to delay me at home to make to come late so as soon as i got there they're like oh Ooh. yeah like yeah surprise for you too and i was like yeah and it was a good thing i, I really really mm-hmm. love like they did that for me so it did help a lot but to be honest it's like i'm not being ungrateful like that was an amazing period i loved it so much they really really validated that yeah, yeah. i graduated well like did all the stint i mean coming to a new country of my own and doing all of that was actually amazing to be acknowledged for it's mm-hmm. it's just wild that you know what like all through life like especially when it comes to like doing education and all that kind of thing let me not lie to anybody you know when everybody's like oh yeah the smartest kid i'm just like fam if you knew me if if you knew me, I'm not the hardest worker. I don't like stress. Mm. Oh I don't like goodness. stress. It's like I don't like reading. And silently, I didn't like doing the work in school too. But I just knew how to pass and all of that. So it's like, but I knew that you know what? If I'm doing this, I'm just doing it to make my parents proud and all of that. So this is this rumble is just to give you. A, it was just like you know what? In the end of this all they smile they enjoy they this is their victory like i'm not disappointing them and like that kind of thing that was mainly my reason for doing well in school and it's like in my eyes i'm the good kid there like you know like i don't Mm. know how to put it it's like that kind of thing like just going through school and being like the best student and all that was just to me it was just like you know what let's just do it because you know what like they'll be proud, they'll be happy and they can boost up me anywhere, mm. you know, that kind of thing. So, I guess... You know what's funny? Because I was thinking of... Go ahead. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What I was thinking about this this week. So, um, for my new job that I'm about to start, hey, I, congratulations. they asked me to send... Hey, thank you, thank you. They sent me an email saying I need to send them my university degree. And I don't have my university degree with me. I don't have the certificates. And it's at home with my dad. And for a moment, I paused. I was like, why is my my university degree with my dad? Because he's theirs. Shouldn't be with me? No, it's not mine anymore. But you know, but, but you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, it's like how how much of my life is centered around my parents and where do I start to separate from that? Like my career that I am in right now, like I know for sure that wasn't a personal decision. 
<laughs> I wish you all could see Fonty's face. <laughs> Why are you doing this? To- you really, really, <laughs> mom, dad. If you're listening to this, I love you, but fam, I you know I have to speak. Oh my god. Ugh, okay, bro. Bro. Oh. I won't lie, man. Like, I, I think a lot about this. I, I mean, that's a lie. I think I've thought recently about this, but it's like... No, I think a lot about this. This is... This is this has been my life for the last one and a half years. Mm. Deciding if... It's hard for me to say, but you know what? Deciding Same. what I want, basically. Deciding what I want. Mm. If my wants are really, really aligned at what I want or because society wants this my parents want this and all of that like it's been Mm. a case of like how much of my life has been centered around just fulfilling my parents joy and desires Mm. Mm. and that kind of breaks like i mean i've started breaking a little a little bit from it because at some point it's like I just like it's like like it's so funny how your parents are the one that actually shape your life like and thank God yeah. for them they're actually amazing no matter what it is like they are still mm-hmm. human in the end of it all like they're still human with their flaws and all mm-hmm. of that so it's like you want to go through life trying to always keep them smart there's no better time than see my dad being laugh. Like my father really laughing and being happy and steady and everything. I hate hearing he's sick. I hate hearing like and my mom being so like calm and enjoying all the things of life. That is where mm. I get the most joy most times. It's like yo, they're here. Like and uh, considering like they like when they're around us and we're all family together. That's when I know I have joy. Like it feels like a safe place for me to be honest. Like being mm. around my parents, it feels like a safe place because I feel like they're around me and I'm thankful mm. because like. I know men, not many people have that, but I do yeah. enjoy that. Like, but sometimes it's like I'm gonna have to disappoint you soon because mm. not because I know mm. that to a certain extent I have started doing that. I have started doing things that you know what I know what I want, but I cannot like I cannot really. I know that's not what you. I know that's not what like you thought was gonna happen. Mm. So, mm. it's like, but, it, and I say it, like, it's like, I'm being pulled like this, pulled like this, but, you know, mom and dad might not really, like, be happy with this and all that, but it's like, this is, this is where I know I should be. This is where I know I can do things. This is where I'm pulled to, but it's like, stability, mom and dad's life, help them, help them get out, like, retire early and all of that, like, Although, although those things are really, really good desires, it's like, mm. my head is tired. <laughs> yeah, basically. Do you, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that your parents have those expectations for you? No, or but I put you it think on me. Those, I put it on me. Oh, you put it on yourself. I, I'm, I'm, the first, will, I'm the firstborn, so it's like, it's always been like that. It's always been mm. like, you know what? Everything is on my shoulders. And at some point, I started doing that last year. I was like, you know what? You lot need to start figuring out your th- your stuff by yourself. <laughs> you lot need to start figuring out your stuff. It's like, oh, I'm doing brother. I'm doing this. I'm doing third parent. And at some point, I'll do parent to my parent. And I'm doing this. And I'm doing mm-hmm. that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And sometimes, it leads to burnout. And 
I know it's a, also mm. a problem with people pleasing and all of that because, like, you know, <sighs> it's hard to do that. But I know that, yeah, like, it's a difficult thing to just, like, because I love my parents and I don't just want to, like, disappoint them more or less. I don't want to let them down because, like, mm. I don't. I struggle with making mistakes. I struggle with, uh, like, beating myself mm-hmm. after mistakes and everything and when it comes to like disappointing my parents like i remember my one of my fears was like you know like i don't want to disappoint my dad i don't want to disappoint my mom like they've given me everything in life and i just want to give it back to them which is a good desire and it stresses me out because mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like i'm behind in life but i'm right where mm-hmm. i need to be so it's mm-hmm. all of this need like all of these things stem from also i know i need validation from them like to a certain mm. extent i do need it like and it also affects me because i end up oh my god okay i'm gonna i, I guess i need to say this uh okay it kind of affects me a lot because you know what i've built up my life doing things to make people love me more because mm. it's like you know what mm. I have to do this so that it can love me more. And oh my God. Um mm. I don't know how to say it. It's like it, it kind of makes me feel like I need to like pe like it puts me out there. Like it puts me, it, it like it, it makes me feel like, you know what, like if I do this, this person might probably love me more. I used to like I still struggle with it. I've identified the problem and I've been working on it more. It's like fam, I don't need to do anything to, for anyone to love me more or less. That was what something somebody told me was like you cannot do things for people to love you. You can be yourself, and people would naturally love you that way. So, yeah. is that need for love? That need for like validation? It's what like sometimes that's what leads me to go outside of myself and like maybe go outside of like I don't know how to say. It. It's like sometimes leads to some loss, la- lack of integrity and being who i am not sometimes mm. so it's like because i'm so, because i was searching for those kind of things i was trying to work in mm. like i was trying to receive that validation but not in the right way so it kind of just mm. bugged me a lot that you know i need to like do like okay i need to do this so that this person will probably see that will probably see me that word okay mm-hmm. the need to feel seen and validation are really really closely tied so it like i realized Mm. that that's that was one thing that really like yo that need to feel seen has been need to feel seen and acknowledged has been an issue and like sometimes can be at the forefront of most of my um what's this uh, most of my um desires and or actions mm. and all of that but you know now i just look at my like anytime i check myself it's like fam just do it if you like you don't have to receive the validation like like i remember when i wanted to start this like to expand the podcast i just told myself like i was really this is me being vulnerable and i do not like this this is my life on the internet but you know what no one can <laughs> uh one of the things that I was really struggling was like you know what like why am i expanding like you know i haven't been um consistent when the podcast was just a sports podcast so why am i trying mm-hmm. to expand and everything and i was just like you know what in my head the amount of words like what would people say what would people do and because i don't know like 
I knew in that moment that I wanted to do not for validation. Like there was a difference between me doing it for validation and not for validation. And if I was doing it for validation, people like I if I was doing this thing for validation, I should have stopped this like six months into it. Mm. But I'm not, and it's still going on till today. And I'm so grateful that people actually still listen. And I get messages like, yo, thank you for listening. And I appreciate you guys for listening as well, too. So it's so sometimes it's a struggle where it's like, you know what? That little, little, little like things that need to be healed kind of take the forefront. You're trying to fulfill kind of need and all of that. So it's big. Literally, it's a lot sometimes. Hmm. You know, I was just, hmm, this is interesting. Because I, I, I was thinking about how, whether there is a difference between our need to be seen versus our need to be acknowledged. Because when I think about being seen, it's that full acceptance of who you are oh. versus being acknowledged is more someone acknowledging your action so it's kind of more so you as an as a being versus your actions hmm. and i think a lot of the times a lot of the time our relationship with our parents especially i think nigerian parents more so it's an acknowledgement of your actions more so but maybe, yeah i think it's more acknowledgement actually you know and yeah. i think maybe because that need isn't fulfilled and i'm not saying that this is my case i think a lot of the times like my parents accept me for who I am. Um, maybe they don't express it. And I think maybe that's what we need. And I think that's what's maybe important, I guess, for us as future parents mm-hmm. to do is to show that our child is accepted for who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I think that maybe that the lack of that maybe influences our search and our need to want to be seen and to be accepted by by other people because you haven't experienced yeah. that you know growing up like i won't lie like i, I think i struggle with that too in terms when you especially when you mentioned you know losing your integrity and doing things just so people can see you i won't lie like i, I call myself a social chameleon god because god because i feel i feel like i can just be in any situation and just change who i am to fit to fit the vibe basically and it, i think it comes from that need from wanting to for people to see me and to i guess to see me and to acknowledge me at the same time but to mm-hmm. the need to feel accepted and among and i think we all have that as you know i think we want to belong and we want to feel accepted and we want loved. to feel safe mm-hmm. where we are to be loved you know i think there's security in that and i think we have that need for that mm-hmm. um Mm, but I think I think the problem comes when you start to come validation. Um and I will lie, like a lot of times, like I found myself, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, um this weekend about how basically talking about Instagram and posting on stories and your posts and uh doing that for attention and for likes kind of thing. And I guess it maybe ties into this because I was talking about how you know, I like, so for anyone who follows me, I do this thing where it's like notes to self on mm-hmm. my Instagram, and yep. which are just, which are basically mental notes that I give myself and I just feel the need to share. 
Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I remember for the longest time, especially when I lost weight. So for anybody who doesn't know me, quick background is I was 260 pounds. I lost 60 pounds, became 200 pounds. I, it's well documented in my blog. Go check it out. But mm-hmm. a lot of the times, I remember that period of my transition from someone who nobody used to look at to someone who suddenly now was the center of a lot of people's attention. Oh, I was really. She was, a she was a realist. <laughs> I was really, really struggling with how to deal with that attention. And I think it got to a point where I started chasing it and I started putting myself in certain situations like house parties, clubs, all that stuff for people to see me. And it's just and that chasing was that not your, That was not your, that was not your, that was not who you It wasn't were. my, it wasn't, it doesn't like, it was not, for, it was, how would I say? It was not, he did not line up with who you were. At all. Right. But I think I was just looking for that looking for people to notice me you know because i don't know and i think maybe people are like awkward about like when someone loses weight like no one really wants to talk about it people just kind of look at you in shock you're like oh ah, you look different kind of thing like it's like okay yeah you know no, but nobody wants to really talk to you about how it happened what like i, I don't know um anyways back to my point um so i, I I was now talking about back to the story about Instagram, about how a lot of the time I felt like I was just posting things to get mm-hmm. attention, you know, and I think a lot we of were, us do that, you know, and we were talking about how is that a bad thing necessarily? Um, and I think the conclusion we reached, not really the conclusion, but the way the conversation uh, went to was. I don't think it's a bad thing mm-hmm. to want to seek that attention. I think it's if that attention now becomes a driver for you to do things, then it's bad. Yeah. I, I think I wrote, I had a, a, a note to self that I wrote where it's like, if social expectation drives you, your life is no longer in your hands. Um, and I think I got to that point where a lot of the times I, and I, I knew it was a problem where I checked my last post. Oh, how many likes? Then I check the next one. Oh, how many likes did this one get? I do not even check anything. I think anymore. I said because it gives me anxiety, honestly, bro. I, I th- it generally gives me anxiety. Yeah. It's like I post something, I delete things, the whole app to like the next same, thing. same. Because I'm just like, you know what? Same. I do not even want to know who is checking or doing anything. Because it's like, mm. I mean, I posted, it's mine, but I don't even want to know. That's how I right. did it. Yeah, right. And I started doing that recently. It's been like most every one of my posts I delete so I don't get into that whole oh who is acknowledging me kind of thing, right? Because it just becomes a cycle. And so I think I got freedom from that when I started posting my notes to self. And the more like I guess not the typical Instagram content where you post a picture and you post a caption like look at my drip, or is mm. you post a drink, a drink, a drink lyric, like <laughs> just uh, hold on we're, we're going home or something i don't know exactly right, right. and so i don't know like <laughs> it's all good i honestly don't know where i'm going with this but well I, I guess i was talking more so about the whole need for affirmation and all that so i don't think it's a bad thing i think we all desire that and 
maybe our parents are the, the, the first source and the healthiest source for us to get that. And it's, it's more so what do we do when that doesn't happen? Like, how do you deal with that? Do, you, so, do I think that's I the know. healthiest? Because I think it I'd should saw, be. Yeah, okay. It is the first form of validation you receive and that can shape your entire mm. life. So, oh my God, I just came to... No, 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 I'm not going to say that. Um, it was. It's the first form of validation you receive, so it's going to basically shape your life for the rest of your life. So it's just like how the validation comes and how you receive it can be a thing. How you get that validation will mm-hmm. probably shape your life. You know, like it feels like you have to work for it, to work to be acknowledged. That's how it is for me at times. Oh, mm. wow. Um, mm. So it's like mm. that way. It's not that if, you, if you're just like sometimes if you just acknowledge for who you are without work, without needing to show or prove yourself, that for me feels healthy. Mm-hmm. That is how God deals with us. It's like, you know what? Like mm. I chose you before you were born and um, I sent my son to die for you and maybe like without you doing anything and all of that so that that is how that for me is like god's way of validating it's like you know what i just i love you too much to allow sin separate me from you so that's why i'm sending my only son and all of that so it's like in that situation Mm. it's like that feels so much healthy because you're just being acknowledged for you Mm. not you doing things not you like being stuff but you existing. And that for me is the healthiest form of validation where it's like, you know what? I'm just existing. I'm just like bread here and everything is not like, that is the safest form of validation in my own eyes. It's like, mm. I remember I was reading something. It's like when you, people, when you are loved for just nothing, for just being nothing, mm. that is the healthiest form where you're not loved because like, you do this, you do that, you are just love because of who you are. You are in every state. That is the form that is the healthiest state of validation, basically. Mm. And I think a lot of us look for that in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um you know it's so funny. I was watching like in that love is blind reunion when uh what's her name, Vanessa, the host, the hostess. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was talking to Sheikh about how, you know, she hopes to God that if she was dismangled, you know, that her husband would would uh, love her and regardless, right? So like yeah, I think I think we seek that. I think and I think that's it's not a bad thing, you know. I think that's not a bad thing. It's we we want to be loved in our entirety with Mm -hmm. our feelings and everything that's wrong with us and i think we desire that it's not a bad thing to desire everyone wants to feel accepted you know but i don't have any buts but yeah you know it's i don't think there's anything wrong with that but you're right i think the way i don't know i don't want to say the way to do like obviously the ideal is that oh you know god loves you you know like get that cosmic affirmation from your sky daddy I'm in tears. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, I, like you're, that, you're true, you're true, true, true. I agree. I understand what you're like saying. that's that's the ideal way to deal with it, but it's not man, like I will like, I really struggle. 
I struggle to just be like, you know, and I think I'm still learning what it means for God to love me. Yeah. In my in my feelings, all that stuff. But I think my my relationship with God maybe hasn't matured or developed to that point where it's where I can confidently say, you know, I feel affirmed constantly mm-hmm. by God. Because then if that was true, I shouldn't be, you know, looking. For example, this weekend, I checked my credit score. I was like, yo, I'm actually killing it, you know? And I took a screenshot because it was like, I wanted to show my dad. But I was like, 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 am I a child? I was actually like, am I, am I a child? Like, hey, daddy, look at my credit no, score. No, I mean, okay, that for me is a different situation. It's like, I know we've been speaking, we've spoken about this before. It's like, that's that comes from a need to want to share your life with people because fam imagine having yeah. the good news sometimes it's hard especially when you're out of uni and like life is you're doing life like sometimes mm-hmm. without like where you're I, not really isolated but like you know people have other lives and everything and it's hard yeah to, like you want to share things with your life like yo you got a job and you got something you want in it there's mm-hmm. actually like you get good news even the smallest news that excites you i think mm-hmm. that for me is like even ch- children I'm sorry, I work with children like in terms of like like the kind of line of work I'm doing in terms of like um, coaching and all of that. Coaching. So yeah, yeah, I don't want to speak about that. But like working about working with children and learning learning while working with children, I actually understood that, you know what? Everyone is still a child. Like, I'm so sorry. I was in church today and I just looked around. And I was just like, I could see everyone as a child immediately. It's just like, this one's mm. just smiling because, you know, children just want to smile and they're happy something is happening. <laughs> this one is doing this. This one is jumping around because, you know, and, like, and there were also children around there. And in, just in my mm. own eyes, I could just see, like, we're all still children. And, you know, when a child draws, like, a square or, like, something on paper mm. and it looks nothing like what they're drawing, it looks like a parent validating them gives them more confidence that, you know, what like, Okay. Good job, Charlie. <laughs> I don't know where you come with. But like that kind of validation helps them a lot more to actually grow and understand. Mm. Like they want to see, like I've seen parents where they're ex- like the child actually did, to be honest, nonsense. And they're yeah. just smiling and happy with them. And they're like, yo, or you're playing cards with a child and your child, and you know you can win the child, but you hold back. Mm. Because it's like, you don't know that like the joy of your children is more important than you know what whatever the thing of it is like in that moment like you're you're not i won't say you're seeking validation you're just mm-hmm. you, the you same want way children want to share oh dad look at what i did or something is happening good in my life like oh i went to school i did this that is where that comes from it's like you want someone to affirm you not more so validation but affirmation. affirm like yo like then like it's not the need to be celebrated it's like you want even scripture says celebrate with those who celebrate and mourn with those who mourn in that moment like mm-hmm. some people just want to be oh my god yes the word is acknowledged acknowledged mm-hmm. so it's like that is what it is like children want to be acknowledged and that we are all still children in a way so that is the same reason why i think like the moment you soar like your credit score or something and you see you're doing good you want to feel mm-hmm. like that, yo, yeah, my G, you're doing good. Like, it, hap- 
it is it is normal and i think people need to start accepting that it is normal obviously it's when it becomes like when something good is now useful yeah. like like overdone or used for evil that's when it's like okay we need to work on this but that for yeah. me is not it's not a bad thing it's bad like things. and i think more and more in life as i grow up it's nice to want to share good news and good things to happen in your life like mm. it's not it's not easy trust me i'm gonna tell anyone right here for me it's not easy not to share like when good or bad stuff is with me or like everything i like you go to work and you come back and you're just like yo i saw this like i want to share this with someone not in yeah. that way it's just like that is human like that for me is like and i don't even Ooh. think it's a bad thing where it's like that's kind of situation is like you come back home and you're like yo look at what happened Every time I come back home, I just see like, yo, I'm, and there's no one here. And like, this, oh and you're just gosh. like, yeah, wow. <sighs> and you know, everyone else, we're, we're interested on in that topic. But yeah, like in that situation, it's like, you just have to like, it's hard. But sometimes it's just like, yeah, it is what it is. But you just know like, it's not a bad thing, but it's bad actually thing. nice to be like, yo, there's something you want to share this with. You want to share I think that's why you can't really do life on your own because like experiences like that are just needed to be shared with people. And I think mm. people want that kind of excitement like a child where like you know a child just drew something that it does not really look like or it's not really like you have no idea what the child drew or the, what the child is talking about but they are so happy and joyous about it. Yo, I found a rock. I found a brown stone <laughs> and that is exciting them. And that in that same way, it's like, man, you know the amount of things that excite children, you really worry yourself mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> so it's like that just and it's hard because sometimes it's just like whenever I see them, it's just like, okay, and but I just try to remind myself that yeah, like in that moment, it's just like you're you, a child too. You are actually like it, it like for like when I'm working with a child and the child does this and it's like, oh wow. And in my head, I'm just like was so deep but then i tried to remind myself that yeah like just acknowledge it it's okay you don't have to understand yeah. like that is giving them excitement in that moment yeah and that's yeah. us too you know like i think you see yourself in that child that you know i was laughing when you were talking because i was thinking about this uh, this guy igwe tupac he's like give me my accolade oh whoa I paid, whoa what? i paid my dude i paid him full <laughs> i deserve some accolades. accolades literally i mean that's all that's literally what we're crying out yeah. for it's like give, like give me my accolades man but yeah uh, man like honestly i feel honestly i was just thinking about like what we call this thing and honestly is what's coming to my head is like we never really grow up man like literally we're still children bro we're still kids, you know, and well, that's not a bad thing. I think we can put on a face that's like, oh, you know, I've gone through like, oh man, like. But we need to actually need... like, if you heal your inner, because in the end of it all, you're still always going to be a child, no matter what. Yes. You just, you just heal your inner child. And I think become a, li- a little bit more childlike. Mm. Where it's like, you, you just, you still, I encourage people to actually still, you know, there are some childlike tendencies that people have that I think it's a good thing for them. There's childishness and being childlike. Like for me, it's like yes. being childlike is like, you know, like that little excitement and all of that, that like, I do not like when, like, it's hard for me to like, for, for some time it's like, 
I used to struggle with like shutting people down and I used to do that a lot. But now it's like, you know what? When I see people celebrate, I'm just like, yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah. because I know what it feels like to be like, you know what? Being shut down and all of that. But like, it helps a lot more to like encourage people. And you know, and also talk to children, talk to people like children as well too, because eventually they're, oh man. It's actually so crazy when the Bible says you should be actually be, being, I was going to actually, say that. Like that, that, that's what I'm saying. When you actually work with children a lot more and I, you're beginning to understand and you're just like, when a child does something and you, like let me, for me, it's like, you know what? When you tell a child, don't jump there and child goes to jump there. Sometimes the Holy Spirit tell me, you know what? You used to do that. <laughs> Whenever I tell right? you to do something, you still do it, man. And it's crazy. It's like, actually crazy. For the longest time, I was like, I hated like children. Like me, I love what I used to say is I love babies, but I hate toddlers. Mm. But sometimes I realize, like, man, like I'm literally a almost 24-year-old toddler in, mm-hmm. in some way, you know. And honestly, it just makes so much sense why I'm like, it makes so much sense why Jesus wants us to be more childlike and yeah. to be like children, because I think Jesus wants us to be excited and to want to share our victories with him and with other people, but also childlike in terms of like you humble yourself so you can receive more knowledge. Like And trust. Because a child and trust. trust. Yeah. Exa- exactly. You know, and I think which is normal as we go through life, you I think life scars you and you st- you start to you st- you, you you start to uh like I forgot, I don't know the word, but like you try to conceal your inner child. Yeah. You know, but man, I don't know, man. I, I think that's what I'm taking from this, man. I need to be more of a child. Yeah, like I really, really saw that today in service when I was in church and I was just like, because it's so funny, like, I don't know, when you actually work with children in one way or the other, it's like, that is, a, you see, I'm already expressing myself, but this is something yeah. that I've always wanted to say. It's like, it actually helps you a lot more to see that you know what like it helps you also to give grace to people because you just begin to realize mm-hmm. you see, i'm still a child like we're like we're all still children and we are still learning and still as much as you're adulting you're still a child that's why a child can't oh. figure it out on its own it's crazy how that works but it's i really do think that you know what like encouraging like no matter what like Everyone has got the the reason why people just grow up a lot more and become less childish because like life hurts and everything. But yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing to still really still be childlike to have hope mm-hmm. to have, just want to jump. No, well, there are times for jumping around, there are times for being serious. You get me? Like yeah, you know that. But there's also that little. When I mean child, I'm not talking about childishness. I'm being like. People just want to be encouraged to be who they are. Mm. And that stems from being a child. That stems mm. from being like, you know what, I'm still a child. Like, you know, my dad loves me this way. Although I still have some flaws here and there. I'm working on that. But who I am is still okay. Mm. And I don't have to be anyone else. So that encouraging of who that person is, like the little, little things, people's character, the way they love, the way they do certain things is what helps them. It's what mm-hmm. helps them to grow as a child. Like, in a way, like, you see more and more how people actually are just children and it just helps you to just move on, move with life and just be like, it's okay, no problem. Allow them, like, it's not, it's not, it's, everyone is just dealing with things and we just want to be yeah. children again. That's it. Mm. Mm. 
And I, the thing that was coming to my mind is I think what maturity really is, is figuring out the balance. I think maturity is balance and balancing, like you mentioned, those times to be serious versus those times where you want to jump. And I think really what like being an adult is, is just understanding the balance between the thing and but still not losing that nature. And I think a lot of the times when we feel like we're adults and we're growing up, we completely forget yep. that have fun, my guy. Like, chill. Like it's really not that deep. <laughs> you're it's not really meant not to deep. figure it out on you're not meant to figure it out on you. You're not meant exactly. to figure it out all at once. You are you it's crazy, but you just begin to realize like when you're under the good care of parents who love you and i'm grateful that i have experienced that because i'm grateful mm. that i have experienced that when you understand that you know like in the same way that your parents kind of loved you although they're still although like through their human eyes there were mistakes here and there the same way you make mistakes which is why i encourage people like you know what just try and forgive your parents they're all human and like oh. there are a lot of pressures that they i think that we don't really you would never understand until you're a parent mm. And I'm not. Mm. I, I'm not saying that. Like, the, I'm not saying that it, toxic situations. I'm not. Obviously, there, there, there's context to that. But it's like in receiving that validation, receiving like that constant parenting, and like you know your parents. You know that you trust your parents. That you know. Okay, once I'm done with preschool, I'm going to. Um, once I'm done with kindergarten, I'm going to preschool. Once I'm done with preschool, I'm going to. Um, Mm. elite graders and all of that i'm going to um, high school i'm going to university like you have someone to show you where to go next mm. that is the yeah, same way i think also like adulting with god will help us like you know what <sighs> okay that, that's actually amazing um it's crazy I, I i think it just made a lot of sense man it's like you know what you don't have to figure out tomorrow you just have to be like you know what i'm enjoying the day and we work you tomorrow. just have to be Oh, and you just work tomorrow. I know, like, adulting is hard. It is. Like, I literally, you know, I remember you asked the question of how you doing adulting, and I said, if I don't laugh and eat, I'll cry. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. So it's like, I think that just really spoke to me. Is that, like, you know what? Like, the same way you didn't have to figure out, okay, where sometimes where the next food was going to go through from and everything, and your parents were doing that. That's the same way God is like, fam, chill out. Trust and trust mm. i oh and that's the thing like for all the responses i got in my story when i posted that i think two people posted it, it's like a day at a time mm -hmm. and i've really been learning that lesson i think god reminds me like every time my head starts to spiral and i start to think about oh the future and like oh what do i need to do after this and this god is like chill be present with me you know like be present each moment because and I'm reminded of that verse that talks about, like, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has its own worries. Yep. And to me, that verse doesn't talk, and I, I think we spoke about this, that verse doesn't talk about, that verse pertains more to the present than to the future. Mm -hmm. It's more God is saying, don't worry, because he's saying, be present with me now. And I think that's how I've been trying to navigate adulting. I'm just trusting in God that in this moment, at least I'm here with you now, and I will deal with whatever when it comes so, man honestly like i so, think that's one thing adults is teaching in the end know. we're all still children who desire acknowledgement yes acknowledge me 
Give me my accolades. Worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> oh, man. Now, this was good, bro. Yeah. This is why sometimes you just do things on the fly. Although yeah, I don't like, I man. actually don't because I did not prepare myself to put myself out there. I was just like, you know what? Let's just talk. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, oh, now I feel exposed. <laughs> it's called release for a reason. Yeah. This is not why it's I signed up for it. Okay, no problem. I hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one that drew up the contract, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't draw. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> this is how it's gonna be. Oh my days. Oh this, yes sir. There's plenty more. You know why sometimes you realize, oh yeah, you actually, you because I I do believe that I'm one of like I'm a very open and honest person. I put myself mm-hmm. out there as like what I am. What you see is really what you get. Like most times, mm-hmm. so it's like there's no. I don't like to hide my part, like what I like, what I love. I don't. I don't. I've spent most of my life trying to do that and all that. So I don't like hiding. But when you not realize, wait, I have. I'm not even. Like today is like I actually realized wait I'm actually not the most open and honest person because immediately that situation mm. came out I was like yeah but yeah um I guess that concludes our episode so we have I released so. we have released a lot today and um yes sir I'm not comfortable yeah. with this at all I'm just but that's fine though <sighs> you know I think sometimes we need to sit in that discomfort for a moment and really unpack how we're feeling and why we're feeling the way we are feeling and why is it uncomfortable you know and i think there's freedom in that i know there is i wasn't ready man <laughs> yeah. But yeah that was life bro i wasn't ready that's life i'm crazy <laughs> anyways thank you guys for listening to our episode of release like subscribe share share to your parents share to your parents i don't know why yes. i said parents <laughs> I yeah, know, no, parent. share to your parents share to your parents share to your friends families loved ones and uh yeah check out all episode on conet extra um we have episode we have a special episode of the tmb conduit podcast coming out soon on the same conet extra in april we have a special premiere or something like i know it's gonna be huge so and uh check out our conet sports where we have the highland podcast and the podcast run by my brother tuesdays and thursdays and uh yeah i guess that concludes everything bye bye yeah. goodbye goodbye <laughs> i keep being the bad girl you are what the heck recording stopped <laughs>